Hey. Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and Professor T. Love. And tonight we are going to talk about wording. Things that really basically communication between people in relationships especially. Like an expression of, I did not lie to you, but I misled you. Many times when we're in a relationship, certain things will occur. Conversations, events will happen, and we'll go back and forth with our partner. And the partner will say, I didn't say that, or I didn't lie. And in actuality, they really did lie. And they may turn it around and say, I misled you which is really a lie. For example, someone can say to you, well, I told you I was going out. Yeah, but I asked you if you were going to go over to your friend's house. Yeah, I said I was going over to my friend's house. But when I contacted you, you weren't at that friend's house. Yeah. So then you lied about where you were going. No. I just didn't tell the whole story. So that's just one small example. I'm just going to keep it brief on that. When what occurs in a lot of times when you're talking to somebody, they'll tell you little things like that. Or they could, it could be a greater or much bigger incident where a person will say, well, I didn't lie, I misled you. And then that's where the battle becomes because wording will now become important. People will use that so that they won't be labeled as a liar because being labeled as a liar is a horrible thing. Growing up, we're told don't call someone a liar or don't say that they lie or I didn't lie because or I told a little white lie but in actuality it's not telling the truth it's not telling the whole story leaving you out in the cold on what's going on especially if it's of something of importance or substance as in in a relationship whether you're trying to build a relationship and get a stronger foundation of trust because people don't want to seem as a bad guy and don't want to say, oh, um, I, didn't tell, I didn't tell that story or I didn't say it that way. You took it the wrong way. That's another expression a lot of people. You took it the wrong way. So what does that mean? What do you think that means, Professor T-Love? Well, depends on the context. You know what I'm saying? Um, I find that um, when people communicate Sometimes they don't really communicate well. So mm-hmm. it so whatever they're saying may not come out the way that they really want it to come out. And it could get misinterpreted. Um, and really sometimes it is. Um, that's not the way they wanted it to come out. Um, in regards to, or you're misinterpreting what I'm saying or whatever. A lot of times it hinges on how you communicate. And... If it comes off in a way that, you know, depending on what the emotion is at the point of time or how that other person is feeling when they receive that message from you, it can come off a little shady. 
they might feel it comes off shady even though sometimes it may have not been the intent for you to get shady about it or come off mm-hmm. that way but you, but again it has to do mm-hmm. with how you communicate what you're saying to a person because I, mm-hmm. I find there's a lot of um, miscommunication or misunderstanding because mm-hmm. of the way that a person says something you know but then mm-hmm. there's some people that could um they say it and really it did come off the way it was because that's the way they wanted to say it you know so a lot of times it's about how you read what someone mm-hmm. says now some people you can tell they straight up lying you know <laughs> um you can and they and and there's no dancing around it because I find mm-hmm. when people sometimes when people tell a lie or whatever they try to dance around it you know mm-hmm. um and, and 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 or they choose words that um save their ass right basically oh they want to seem like the bad guy but really they are <laughs> they mm-hmm. are the bad guy in the sense mm-hmm. that um, instead of just truly communicating and being transparent, um, a mm-hmm. lot of times people lie because they don't want to be transparent. Mm-hmm. But do you also think that in saying that, like, um, notice even when we're speaking about this, we use the word miscommunication. Like, miscommunication that can't communicate properly some usually is more in a formal setting whereas when you're like with your partner your lover your friends or i'm gonna say more more on an intimate a closer bond that you're trying to develop with someone most people um especially when they're in the midst of a thick lie or heavy lie something that is that carries a lot of weight that can cause a lot of damage to a relationship they'll never it the word miscommunication may not always come up. They'll try to soften it with, um, um, that's not how I meant it, or um, you took it the wrong way, or um, I don't remember saying that. And like you said, it, it is, it's basically just a lie. So, and a lot of times, people will say these things so that they can basically save their ass, especially if they're doing something like cheating, lying, stealing, whatever it is, mm-hmm. something that it will that cause significant damage to the relationship. And that is basically what I'm saying, because when we, when we're in a, a, a heavy relationship, the hardest part is talking to someone and you know that the, especially when the relationship is going to its final days, that is clearly dying. Right. Whether it's because of the quote-unquote miscommunication or other issues. And then when things start coming to your attention. Because you know when a relationship is ending, what happens? All of a sudden, those rose-colored glasses are gone. And now we're starting to recognize behaviors that were really signals to us to what's going on. Now that we see, oh... And we're just going to use uh, an issue of lying or infidelity because that's that, that's the most one where people come up with the most creative <laughs> lines to 
not seem like the bad guy or not get labeled as um, the the villain or the dog or whatever it is. So in a, in a case of infidelity or they want to be with someone else, then the person will lie about their whereabouts or their feelings towards you. Well, I don't really, I don't really know. You know, they'll tell you something like, well, I don't know why you think that I was over there because I thought I was going to a friend's house, but I didn't say which friend I was going to. And I didn't say how long we were friends or I didn't say what type of friend, you know. And then that's when, that's when all the complexities come in. And the person will make you feel as if you should have been natural. Nancy Drew or Columbo or some great detective to ask all the appropriate questions. But most of us don't do that. You know, you trust or you have a basic understanding or an unspoken agreement that the person will be mature enough to say, Hey, hey, see, I'm I'm going I'm over, I'm going over to Carol's house as opposed to, hey T, I'm going over George's house. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's a difference, right? If you're expecting to be at Carol's house, but you call Carol and Carol be like, "Well, is she over there?" and you find out I'm not over, and Carol says, "Nah, she ain't over here. I I haven't heard from her all week." Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, I've been in constant communication with Carol. Right. Then when you question me about it, I tell you, "Oh, I said a, I said." I didn't say George. I, I I said a friend. I didn't say which friend. That's where the, that's where the complexity comes in. And then you'd be like, "But you lied to me." And I could turn around and say, "I didn't lie to you. I misled you. You were misled." No, I didn't mislead you. I didn't mislead you. You were misled. Right. Have you ever had an experience like that where it was a play on words? <laughs> yeah. To get the person out of the of what was going on. Yeah. Um. It's like, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's, you can give us a story, a good story without. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's like a, a, a play on words, you know, um, I know I had that experience, um, with one of my boyfriends, um, at the time and he basically, we was <laughs> making it seem like he was going over to a friend's house you know that we knew and he, really he was going over to somebody else's house he was checking somebody mm. else out you know mm. but you know so that he you know i guess he had his own agenda you know but mm-hmm. his agenda was to tell me oh i'm going over to see so and so you know him <laughs> or oh, you know her <laughs> you know that type of thing you know so that this way i don't get suspicious about the fact that really he was going to see somebody else mm-hmm. you know on the low because he didn't want me to know that you know they were going to go see somebody on the low you know yeah. in regards to that you know um but it's <laughs> like i said if somebody don't want you to know something then that's when they start the line because or or and it doesn't necessarily have to be um relate only relationships it could be organizations like you know if they there's a certain direction they want to go in 
they'll dance around not trying to tell everybody that they already made the change you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. now if you're saying that you want to include um and you're being transparent and you want to include mm-hmm. everybody on the decision and you want to get a democratic vote but in but really you don't want a democrat democratic vote you already made it made up your mind about what mm-hmm. direction the organization is going to go in mm-hmm. and you know personally from working on jobs and um you find out that you know they're making it seem like they're including you but you ain't included mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they just want to give the appearance of democracy, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not democratic because if there is, you know, a lot of times people do that because they don't want nobody getting in, getting in the way of what they really want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so some things, you know, some people feel um, it's up for a vote, and some people. They'll lie and make it think like it's up for a vote, but they already made their mind. <laughs> and the same thing in relationships. They try to make it mm-hmm. seem like, oh, I'm going to include you, and this is what we're going to do. But they already made up their mind what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah. just, you just along for the for the ride. That's all. Right. Oh, okay, what about some of those lies that are like right in the middle of the action? I know a girlfriend of mine, uh, she had an experience with me where she was so angry and she said she couldn't, she was at, the, at, the, at that exact moment when it was occurring, she couldn't be exactly angry. She was sort of stuck. And the reason why is because she was coming home from work you know, and she's going to her apartment and she has, you know, all the neighborhoods, all the guy, all the people that are out in the neighborhood, they're making all this noise. And she's like, why are y'all all trying to catch my attention? So she's just like saying hello. She's like, OK. And she's ready to go upstairs because she came home early from work. So she goes into her apartment. She hears music playing because she lives with a boyfriend. And she goes in the bedroom and what does she see but her boyfriend in the bed, in in her bed, mm-hmm. with another woman, on, they're on top of each other, naked, under a sheet. And she, you know, she, she's like, first of all, she's totally shocked. She doesn't know what to say. She doesn't know what to do. And she's like, how could you be fucking this woman in my house? And the first thing that he says, did you see me move? And she just was stuck for like, she said, literally, I was stuck for five to 10 minutes because I said, she was like, I was like, what, 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 what? And he said, did you see me move? You didn't answer the question. Am I moving? And she was like, no, you're not. She said, so I'm not fucking her. Wow. <laughs> But yeah. that is the logic. Yeah, that's it. yeah. But see, see stuff like like that. See mm-hmm. stuff like that make me want to beat your ass <laughs> because you think I'm stupid. You think you're gonna play. You think you're gonna use that technicality to throw me off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can understand 
that your friend froze for a minute because she because would see with bullshit like that make you stop and think for a minute because really it, it's an answer like you it's like you know what i didn't totally expect that but then once it registers i'm still gonna commence to beating your ass because I feel like to me you are gonna come at me with that that and I think that was her expression um in regards to that because I'm like really you you gonna put that out there like that and he did he went for it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but you know what right there <laughs> if somebody is gonna do that to you that's a definite not right there mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. because that means mm-hmm. you really you really trying to get away with some crap and then you really think i'm stupid you really think i'm stupid that you know because you did i didn't see you move really mm-hmm. oh no you gotta <laughs> yeah. get out of my house you gotta get my house uh, yeah. with that you know what I'm i saying? think it was the initial shock like, yeah, that's I think so why too. She was stuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you wouldn't. Yeah. She wasn't expecting it. She came home early mm-hmm. from work. You know, she's just. Right. She, you know, she. I don't even. I wasn't even sure she thought he was going to be home. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think he was really scheduled. But either way, that's not what she was planning mm-hmm. to see. You know. You so, know. Yeah, she was stuck. Yeah, she was stuck. She was frozen. You know, it's just like. um and there's another manipulation that goes on too. Like mm-hmm. I know the time when I was with my ex and like I told you, I've told you this story before. It's like, you know, came back from a nice trip and mm-hmm. then tried to make it seem like I was lying about where I was. This is where mm-hmm. the liar or the manipulator tries to turn it on you and really they're the ones that got something to hide. Mm-hmm, you understand? Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. try to make it seem like you're the one that's doing the lying or doing, mm-hmm. you know, the cheating. You know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. thinking to yourself, how can I be in two places at one time? Apparently, right. you, know, you know how to be in two places at one time. Mm-hmm. And whatever it is that you're thinking in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like once you once you tell a lie, you got to keep it going. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes when people, you know, when they're the ones that's doing the manipulation and mm-hmm. and being deceitful, they try to make it seem like you're the one that's running circles around them. <clears throat> but right. that's part of the deception. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's part of the deception. So, you know, they figure they twist you up and then you thinking in your mind, damn, am I really doing something? Because you, you, so, you got so much evidence <laughs> that you trying to put my face <laughs> to make mm-hmm. it seem like I, I'm well, doing exactly. something. Well, you usually know? that occurs. Yeah, that usually occurs over a period of time when it's, it's, it's consecutive. Like, yeah. um even from my own experience, I remember being with someone and it was a constant accusing me of doing something. Yes. Like I literally could be home just sitting chilling. down, just like chilling. finished yeah, chilling, doing my hair, right. painting the toes, whatever right. it is. And they, they would call 
mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you're doing ABC. And I'm like, what? What do you, what, what do you mean? What are you talking about? You, right. What are you talking about? You just told me. Oh, no, you were cheating and this and that. Oh, you're not there and this and that and mm-hmm. this and that. And then in actual, all the things that they accused me of, eventually you find out that that's what they were doing themselves. That's right. And like you said, it does just play a, uh, a trick on you, but it, it plays a mind trick on you. But then afterwards, what happens is it winds up tearing, one, at your self-esteem, because right. that's usually associated with narcissistic behavior. Right. And I think even, um, I'm not even sure if it's totally forms of gaslighting, but uh-huh. what it does is it, it, it basically build, it, it sets something within you and you start to question you. Yes, right. You, That's you what gaslighting question, is. Right. Yeah. So you start, yeah, so it is question. I, I was trying to think of it, but I know it's definitely narciss, narcissists usually do that. They'll start off very charming, but right. then all of a sudden you, they will respond in such a way where they become the victim and you're the villain. And then you start to question mm-hmm. if you are actually the real villain, even though you know that all you were doing was sitting home painting your toenails right. and they are the ones who are building a whole no- right. life with someone else they're living with someone else or they're with someone else and they're entertaining and spending the night whatever it is right and that does a lot of psychological damage to you for a long time that's why right. a lot of times when you come out of a relationship like that, or when you come out of an experience like that, you really got to give yourself time yeah. to, to heal. Most people be like, no, no, you don't need to. No, you do need time because you, it, and, and the wording that they use, mm-hmm. which is pretty much what I was saying tonight, where they would say things like, hey, you know, I didn't lie to you. I did not lie to you. I, have I ever, I never treated you that way. I did not lie to you. Mm. I may have misled you at times, but I didn't lie to you. Softening, using that tone, softening up, constantly digging at another part of you. Right. So that they can get their way. But we all know if you mislead someone, just like that's why people get sued. That's why when you, you know, people get major money from a corporation when they put false advertising or misleading information because it's a lie. Yeah, it's it. You know, let's let let's talk about that because um, when you talked about um, gaslighting, right, mm-hmm. and the term has come into even more effect um lately and in the 21st century because of politicians they gaslight all the time i didn't know it was called gaslighting we just said you know you just straight lying but you know they got these pc words and the pc word is gaslighting right and basically you know they they undermine a person's reality by denying facts right the environment around them or their feelings right so they'll deny your feelings right and and you know usually they say here the targets of gaslighting are manipulated into turning against their cognition their emotions and who they fundamentally are as people so they make you self-doubt yourself 
Of course. That's that's your self-esteem ultimately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and and that's the tactic. It's it's a way to gain more power and it makes a victim, right, question their reality. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. that is that is being used being used to a large scale today. It's a way of manipulating people. And as they say it is a common technique of abusers, dictators, narcissists, and cult leaders. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You know, Mm -hmm. and then they'll take something that you haven't done, but make you make you feel guilty about it. And that could be anything that could be about Mm -hmm. sex. Um, that could be about your devotion to your church. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know they question whether you're devoted to your church ter- your church and you know church a lot of church leaders they're, they're very good at that you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying because they you know they can make you feel like oh you're not participating enough when you are you're not giving mm-hmm. enough you are <laughs> you know what i'm saying and that causes and because of the relationship whether it's a lover's relationship, an organization's relationship, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It makes you question whether you're giving your all, and most times you are. You are giving your all, but they're taking advantage. You're, you're probably give, you're giving. In those cases, a lot of times you're giving more than your all, right? Because you are. because someone is questioning you or making you think twice about whether you're cheating or you thought about right. cheating. And a lot of times you're not even physically cheating. The mere fact that they, that you're wondering or thinking that, well, was I thinking about that? Even though you weren't, a lot of times you are giving more than your own. That's why it's important to take the time to heal from it because those those types of lies where it is a play on words, it is a technicality, which as, as even with the example that I gave about the young lady who came home and her boyfriend was in bed with someone else, you said you would beat the person's ass. But even in that kind of situation, it was such a technicality. Like he, he, he was basing his success on her logic. Yeah. That and her logic would overrule her vision. Right. Right. So, so it comes down to who do you believe? Right. Your lying eyes, or right. your your ears and that that's, 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 that's the thing. truth. <laughs> right. And you said, you, "What do you believe?" But you know, part of that is, uh, you know, what you have to be careful of, because even the best of us can get caught up. But mm-hmm. usually, mm-hmm. a person gives themselves away by their actions. Their actions don't match their words. You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. you have to look at what they're doing. Because a lot of times there is, there is, uh, you'll see that what they do and what they say is not the same. You know, and then the other mm-hmm. trick is to, is to make you, uh, to throw in like, uh, positive reinforcement. You know what I'm saying? To confuse mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, they, they cut you down, but then they turn around and try to praise you. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> it's very, that's very abusive. 
And what happens is the confusion weakens you. And that's what they want. They want that to weaken you. That's why you have to be very careful. You know, because a lot of times people can be master deceivers. Mm-hmm. You know, master well, liars. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also not in addition to being careful, but reaffirming and standing firm in who and what you are. Right. Because a lot of times in a relationship, whether it is heterosexual or whether it is gay or lesbian. Now, gay or lesbian, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about the men, but I can usually. I think generally, this may, but it could apply because it would base on the individual. The biggest problem most people have when a relationship ends, and usually, in a, in, in I'm going to just use the heterosexual as an example, and we can apply it to gay and lesbian, is that when women usually get in a relationship, it is harder for them emotionally to get over it, okay? Psychologically to get over it, financially to get over it, spiritually to get over it, is because they give up so much in a relationship. So that could apply to anyone. The one who gives up the most in the relationship, sacrifices the most, bends over backwards the most to please or appease or to um, make the other person feel comfortable is the one that will need the most healing. Because nine times out of ten, the other person, the male sometimes in a heterosexual relationship, he doesn't give up his friends. He may not give up his, his likes. He may not give up his habits. He may not give up his um, his trips with his with his boys or partying or going out once a week. He's not going to give those up because that's a part of who he is. Whereas a lot of times, many women give these things up to make a relationship successful, to keep it going, and then right. that's why they usually feel so devastated when when it happens. Like even most recently, I don't know if you you saw it. I didn't send you the video. There was a young, well, I won't say she's young. They're saying this woman was married or with this man for 18 years and she ran over, she ran over him with her car. And then she hit him with the bumper that fell off of the car and she was yelling at his mangled um, car driven over body because of his self, quote unquote, selfish ways. Right. So, uh, because he, I think he wanted to end the relationship or maybe he was cheating or something like that. But the whole point is she was at a point of breaking, meaning she, well, she was broken. She she was bought beyond that. Whatever he said to her during the course of those 18 years hit her so hard that it not only may have, may have changed, I'm not going to say that, you know, she was the nicest person you know she could have been a terror from the beginning of the relationship i'm not really right. so but let's take the point of maybe she wasn't as bad but it, whatever he did to her during the course of the relationship she got to a point where she had to inflict as much 
physical pain as she felt psychologically on him. Wow. Okay. That she felt. And that is why it's important when you come out of relationships with people who are manipulative, such as narcissists or someone who is, uh, you know, gaslighter or who is abusive, verbally, mentally, emotionally, tyrant, controlling, then it, it is very important for you to reaffirm who you are. When you don't reaffirm who you are, that is when you are susceptible, right, mm -hmm. to attract the same thing again. When you are in a physically abusive relationship, and it's more than just physically, likelihood of you getting into another physically abusive relationship can be high if you have not properly healed emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, okay? You may not, it may, the next relationship may not be physically abusive, but it may be emotionally abusive. It may not be emotionally abusive, but it could be um, financially abusive and so forth and so on. So that's why it's, it's important to cover all those areas and make sure that they're firm in what they are so that you won't get to a point where you have to feel that you take someone's life or you have to inflict the pain on them like i said i haven't i don't i didn't send you a video i thought i did but it, it, it was very like people recorded it because they were in a shopping mall or something and, and right. literally like i said the bumper fell off and she picked up the bumper he's on the floor bleeding and she hit him with it Oh, that's how. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty grab. It's pretty graphic, but it's it's also very sad and, and horrible for both parties. And also, they had children. I believe they had children or a child together. And now the 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 possibility of that child may lose both parents because you know she's going to jail for that. Of course. Okay. And hopefully, he recovers. You know, hopefully he lives. You know, but they said his injuries were pr pretty serious. They had to be if the bumper came off. Because it takes a lot for the bumper of a car to come off of, unless the car it was hanging off already. So, wow. I say that, that, yeah, that's why I said these play on words, you know, you know, we can start joking about it in the beginning, but in actuality, even the event with my girlfriend, that wasn't, that wasn't funny. You know, even the event with you, that could have turned to another level if you and she were not on another level. And you weren't healed in certain areas. Right. You, you could break. You could snap. That's true. You know? Absolutely. Those play on, yeah, those play on words. And then when it's followed by um, an action of deceit, meaning, you know, the person is acute, you know, your friend, she's accusing you of doing something or he's accusing you of doing something. And then you later find out or there's evidence of things pointing that they're living with someone else. Yeah. But in the meantime, they were making you feel like you were the cheater. You were the liar. Right. You were doing something, you know, questioning your actions, like reevaluating, looking at all the people you did talk to. Right. You know, you know? And, and, and that's and that's. That's really the game plan Is to make yeah. you think That you're doing something <laughs> Yep yeah, yeah. You know And then They put you in a position That 
you are questioning yourself um you're saying things and again there's like that element of doubt but the whole idea behind their game is to confuse you and to make you think that either you're not doing enough um you're you're inadequate you know and and sometimes they don't have to come out and and say inadequate it just makes you think that that's how powerful it is because it makes you question who you are Mm -hmm. sometimes it Mm -hmm. may question um uh, your commitment in a relationship Mm -hmm. might question your Mm -hmm. faith you know or it may question your 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 intelligence and it's none of it your intelligence is what it is you still intact mm-hmm. you know your faith is there it's real or you know your commitment is there but the part of the game of the deception is to make you think it's not or you're not doing enough you know that's a popular thing people tell you oh you're not doing enough well what is enough mm-hmm. what is it that I'm not doing enough and then you're questioning oh damn well maybe I'm not <laughs> let me look at myself right. <laughs> right because that's part of that's part of I call it that's part of the witchcraft because <laughs> witchcraft, witchcraft okay okay yeah because it's I was I was watching um T.D. Jakes and T.D. Mm-hmm. Jakes basically said when you try to manipulate situations or manipulate mm-hmm. things it's witchcraft because mm-hmm. you are trying to control an outcome instead of just letting things go as they may you're trying to control press buttons do all of this to try to get it to be favorable to you mm-hmm. but all of it is at the end of the day is witchcraft you know what i'm saying it is because it's like mm-hmm. hocus pocus you know and you're trying to get people to perceive or make themselves perceive that they're not enough so that's when you start with the lying the deceiving the manipulation because there's a particular agenda you want to put forth mm-hmm. and you're trying to do that on that person's dime you know like they say the telephone used to be 10 cents well yeah a quarter you putting it on their quarter their, their dime or quarter right absolutely mm-hmm. they're not gonna they're not gonna see that no no one ever really does but right. another thing most people um have to or should take into consideration or try to remember because it's it's very hard. Most of the time, people who are like that, cult leaders, narcissists, abusers, they already have a series of um, trauma in their life. That's number one. And probably have some underlying diagnosis. Really? And Let's talk about yeah. that. Go ahead. A lot, of, a lot of times they can, you know, people don't understand the effects of trauma we could have we we can have um we probably can have three or four people in front of us 
and let's say they all experience the same trauma. Let's say maybe they saw somebody get shot. I'm going to use that one. Right. And they were all four years old. Each one of them will grow up and respond to their trauma in different ways. One may be terrified of guns. One may embrace guns. One may want to inflict pain. Another one may even have no, may be totally disconnected from their emotions. Meaning they, 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 they are desensitized basically. Okay, and then this will continue on in their life, and you'll see it manifest into different ways. The one who is desensitized may not know how to show emotion. They may not know how to to love. They may not know how to to be supportive. They may not want to be. They may disconnect totally from people in general, or just are totally disconnected. Because they may compartmentalize their feelings and emotions because of what that trauma did to them. And it also would depend on who was shot. Or maybe not. Just the mere fact that someone was shot in front of them, showing them that they were vulnerable. And they, they desensitize themselves so they won't be vulnerable anymore. They won't expose themselves and no one will know. Mm-hmm. Now, most of us would probably say, "Why? wow, why would that take such... Because each person develops differently. Right. Each child brain develops differently. And that's why we that's why we have people who are narcissists. That's why we have batterers. A lot of batterers have experienced being battered. Some of them. And some of them have witnessed it. So them being a batterer, they may not necessarily see it as a bad thing for some. That may be their love. That may be their love language. Right. You know, because there are some couple couples out there that all they do is fight and fuck. Mm-hmm. They That's fight true. hard and they going out at each other. Cause they, ah, fuck you guys! Ah. Police are called, dragging. Out. Next minute, they love each other. Mm, I love it. That's my boo. They walk down, having a, and then before you know it, they plan on a wedding. What they want to have kids, or they have kids, or whatever it is, whatever's going on. And we, you, everybody's like, wait a minute, what are you just trying? And then it's on and popping again. But that's their love language. That's how they show love to each other. You know, some people show. I, I remember, you know, um, talking to a couple of friends. Like personally, I have a major issue. If if someone is calling me out my name and calling me a bitch, mm-hmm. now it's one thing if, if if that's something that you know you want to do some role play or someone talking about oh you looking <laughs> like a bad you know it's your girlfriend or your, your you know your friend saying oh that's a bad bitch right there that's different right? right as opposed to someone calling you like a typical bitch or a typical American bitch or some kind of derogatory man right. now that's a totally different thing now different parts of uh, economically challenged areas may see that as a term of endearment believe it or not even when it's said in a not negative connotation even when it's said negatively 
oh, you dumb, stupid bitch. Yeah. Some people think that's cute. Right. You laugh, but it's true. See, me, I have a problem with that. Like, I don't think that's cute. Not to mention, if I'm with somebody and we're in a relationship and we haven't been together for a period yeah. of time, and they decide that they want to go to this, if they, I, I feel that once a person, if I'm in a relationship with someone, and once we get to the level, or once they get to the level and they've decided that they want to call me out my name like that, then the next step is violence, or some other form. It will eventually escalate to physical violence. Because to me, that's a sign of I've lost respect for you. I see you as less than. But some, once again, it's a play on words. Mm-hmm. That's you right. You know what I mean? Right. Part, like I said, like some people would say, I remember one person told me that they called me a bitch in an argument. Then they turned around and told me, but, but, that, but you are my bitch. And I'm like, excuse me? Right. And I was like, first of all, I don't know how many rap songs you've been listening to. Right. But you need to check who they talked about in them goddamn rap songs because they ain't right. talking about me. Okay? And that's that's, right. that's what I mean. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, like I said, you know, um, <laughs> you know, um, Say words. <laughs> well, you know, when it comes to when you say now, you're right. Like, if you're in a relationship and you calling me a dumb bitch, that's 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 a, that's like a declaration of war for me exactly you know exactly. what i'm saying because you're using that term to degrade me okay um you know just like if if someone said you're a dumb nigger that's like war but mm-hmm. that same mm-hmm. term when it's used amongst you know the young younger people today even even the black and the hispanic ones that's my nigga and i'm gonna be real with you i don't really like that either because Mm -hmm. it's still a word of oppression Mm -hmm. and we have to be very careful i know when we were younger we would throw that word around or we would throw that bitch word around (laughs) maybe sometime we might slip out once in a while but when you think about it if you call somebody a dumb bitch mm-hmm. that's war because mm-hmm. you're using that word to attack me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it, and and if you use and then too you might be using it not only to attack me but you're also using it to mess with me psychologically as well because you're mm-hmm. you know you if you want to really get down to it you know you're equating me with a dog so you're saying i'm a dumb dog <laughs> that's even mm-hmm. worse i think that's even worse than saying you're a dumb bitch <laughs> mm-hmm. but bitch is mm-hmm. a dog so <laughs> mm-hmm. you know if well, you, you know up, what you know what i mean right i i'm gonna i'm gonna um play devil's advocate now because some people would say it as well you know you're not a bitch, so why would you get offended? Nah. You know you're not that. Yeah, but but you know you. I'm, that, I'm just saying. I'm just saying yeah, that's some people's argument. Well, Go well, ahead. people will mm-hmm. say that, but you can say that if you want to. But the thing is, you don't have to use the word. Period. Because you know you know you're not a bitch. Then why use the word? Exactly. 
But also another thing is what people don't, what is also left out when people make that comment. Well, you, if you, you know, if you know you're not a bitch, then why get offended? The point is, if this person has feelings in a, if y'all are in a relationship, now that means y'all are on a different level. That's right. If it's, if, if it's somebody in the street that calls me a dumb bitch, I ain't really going to pay you too much attention. Right. Because I don't know you. There's no, right. there's no connection. There's no- there's no connection right right there's nothing between you and i so there's no reason for me to get upset but if i'm sleeping with you and that said to me in a derogatory in a fight fighting manner Mm -hmm. like i said that ain't no sexy kitten shit or like you know playing around or something right there's no rope rope playing right exactly you know what i mean because people get over that but uh, if you're saying this and it's in a negative manner and we're in a relationship and, the, and we're built we're supposed to be building something then that's when it's going to hurt because you're right it is a psychological thing that most people don't talk about because it digs at you psychologically because this person is supposed to care for me and they're supposed to hopefully love me or they do love me or have strong enough feelings toward me that you would degrade me because that's a degrading term. I mean, it's no different than if a parent calls their child dumb or stupid or a bitch. And I've heard, I've heard, some, I remember one time seeing, you know, I was walking down the street and I heard this young girl, she was like cursing, like she was just going off. You fucking dumb bitch. And she's talking, hey, you fucking bitch, get your fucking ass over here, fuck, fuck. So I'm turning around looking, thinking I'm going to see her talking to a grown woman or someone of equal age or older, right? I'm thinking that she was talking to a five-year-old and a little girl behind her was crying. So wow. it's a tr- it, it, is, it is the tearing down of that intimate relationship, that, that relationship that is supposed to nurture and help build you up. Right. Because now it is no longer a positive no. relationship to help you become the best of you. It is now negative once someone takes it to that level. That's why I said once someone takes it to that level, then I know it's getting physical. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not even going, we ain't even, after I'm like, I'm a dumb bitch, then you can get the fuck out. That's don't right. Don't bother to call this dumb bitch. Don't right. even call, bother to come. But remember, this dumb bitch is going to be the one that you need I, because I'm not going to need you. Right. You know what I mean? And that's usually what happens. And that's where people don't realize, even even when in the quote-unquote, um, you know, songs or in certain areas where people think that that's okay to say, it really isn't because it's the damage. And if you want to take it through history, then that is what, that is part of what white supremacy is too because during slavery times, and, you know, we can see that a lot today. During slavery time, what a lot of mother, what a lot of people did to save their children so they won't be sold was to tell the slave owner or the plantation owner or slave master that this child is stupid. This child is dumb. This child is ignorant. You don't want him because he's stupid and dumb. And you get somebody that's stupid and dumb, he can't do nothing for you, master. You don't want him. And unfortunately, that has manifested in in how we communicate in certain areas and with each other. 
the That's degrading right. of ourselves and accepting it as a term of endearment, which in actuality it is not. It is still degrading. When you love someone, you do not speak to them in that tone. You do right. not disrespect them. That's right. And if you do disrespect them, then you do not love them. Right. Disrespect and love do not go in the same sentence. You can't disrespect love me. Right. It doesn't work like that. Just like you can't have you can't have a millionaire thug. It's very rare, uh, except we have a millionaire thug running in the White House, but that's another story. But I'm just saying, you know, he's running death row records, <laughs> death death row United States, but that's another story. Dog, but, no. that's damn. That's that's a whole nother show. Exactly, but, but you know, I'm saying you, but mm-hmm. but since you have brought it up, you know, you know he's the master. He's the master of lies too. He's he lies Once a again, lot. He didn't wait. He didn't lie. Right. He misled you. Yeah. I, not, oh, you were misled. He, he won't even say that. He no. will say it. Uh, no, I have proof. He not, he doesn't even use misled. He's no. never wrong. No. He's never wrong. Well, he's did you wrong. see? Did you see that interview he had with the Australian, I think, journalist at Swan? And he was just no. sitting there trying to convince <laughs> Mr. Oh, Swan the statistics. of the, the statistics. statistics. And he wasn't even <laughs> yeah, reading it. He wasn't reading it. And and he said, <laughs> you know, he said, no. Um, at Swan said that, um, he said, oh, COVID is very low. But, he, but at Swan was like, no, but a lot of people in the United States have died. And but he but Trump said, Well it is what it is. <laughs> but no <laughs> no sense of empathy or nothing. Mm-hmm. Cold cold because as he, can be. Because you know? he said what he said and right. that is what he said. <laughs> That's right. And he kept showing him the statistics. Mm-hmm. Oh, the United States is right here. Like he's stupid. Like this man don't can't read what you're reading. And he mm. and he didn't even look at the papers that Trump was showing him because he knew it was BS. He knew he mm-hmm. was lying. You understand what I'm saying? He and and he was being very PC, but in in his own way, he was letting you know <laughs> you're lying. You know, mm-hmm. I don't care what you show me. I'm I'm going by what's going on. What's really going on? You can show me whatever you want. But the reality is Americans are dying. What are you doing about it? <laughs> a lot of people re- respect you. They follow mm-hmm. you. <laughs> but he don't care. And that's what I'm talking about. He's that type that, you know, he'll have people following him. And that is what's dangerous because that makes him like a cult figure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what he wants. So that that's is what, what he you, wants. Right. But also remember, he it's not that he doesn't care. He, it's not that he doesn't care. He, he doesn't see himself as wrong. When, no. you, you, when you don't see yourself as ever being wrong, then it's not about you don't care. It's about you don't understand. Right. Because I'm not wrong. You're just... You are misunderstanding, or you have been, you have misled yourself to not understand what I'm correctly saying. Right. You feel what I mean? 
And that's how he views things because he's never wrong. Even when he's wrong, he's never wrong. Mm -hmm. He's he's almost right. In a lot of cases, he's right. Well, he's right that he's never wrong. (laughs) What is that? He's right that he's never wrong. Uh See? See the play on words. Right. That's the play on words. But see, that's, that's, that's the deception. See, that's that's what's dangerous about him. And the sad thing is, a lot of people that support him, those people that had COVID, some of those that they've reported, those people are dead. The same ones that support him. That's why mm-hmm. words have a life of its own and those that speak it. You know, and the fact that he is able to mislead, if you want to call it mislead, but he's lying to people. He's telling them exactly what they want to hear, even though it's not truthful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, you know, whether you want to call it intoxicating, maybe that's what it is. It's intoxicating. It's like a drug. Mm-hmm. Well, of course it is. It's, it's very much, it's very much a drug. But a lot of it is you don't want to see. I mean, he, he's going to be, fo- well, one, he's going to be followed because he's white. Right. That, that he's, he's a white, rich male, right. period. Period. Right. Okay. And that's all people are seeing. They are not looking at, he may be rich, but he bankrupt a lot of other people. And he filed bankruptcy oh, yeah. multiple times before he we has. got here. Not to mention he's had a lot of fail, like his his school that he had was was a flop you know yeah. where he misled people yes he did. um there was uh you know there's some but nobody's looking at that he owns oh. all this money because um, i mean he owns all these properties his family's wealthy i don't know if you saw a spread of him where it was a photo shoot and his whole family was sitting on like these gold chairs like wow like mm-hmm. like aristocracy, right? <laughs> Basically. Yes, absolutely, exactly, absolutely. Because exactly. as some, because I think those Americans that follow him somehow they think he is the model of success. Well, he's the model of success, and also he he says, you know, he says things to incite in people. He knows a lot of things he says that incite um, hatred, um, bigotry, racism, racism, violence, you know, the things he says. Like, even when he, even currently, when he speaks about the coronavirus, he says the Chinese illness, the Chinese disease. He says it. He doesn't, he doesn't change. Right. He, I remember hearing him saying that most recently he does not alter from that. The Chinese brought it over here. You know, um, even when it comes to police brutality, you don't need to tell the police. Some some police officers, I don't want to pick on all of them because there's a lot of good ones out there that, you know, try to do the right thing. There's a lot of good ones. But those that are already bad, you don't need to tell them to do more bad stuff. He's telling them, oh, well, when you put their head in the car, you know, don't don't cover it. Just, you know, put them in the car. Basically saying, ram your head, ram the person's head right. in there. Right. So Basically. he, inc- 
yeah, he's encouraging these things. Right. You know, when he, the way he, you know, how dismissive he is of women. Very. You know, just, uh, yeah, and, and derogatory. You know, he talks about them in, in sexual derogatory matters. And, you know, but there were a lot of white Caucasian women that voted for him. Right. Even though he was saying, grab him by the pussy and all this, they didn't care. Like, they were like, oh, okay. Maybe they thought it was hot or sexy. Maybe they want somebody to say that to them when they're in the bedroom. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe should. I don't know. You know, and did you, see, you know, people. Go ahead. Did you see uh, the comedian um, that took over from John Stewart, <laughs> the brother, and he had the white guy go out to the convention, Trump conventions, <laughs> and ask. <laughs> Oh Lord. <laughs> Go ahead. And, <laughs> and they asked a couple of women about, you know, grabbing by the pussy and mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't bother them. Didn't no. bother the women at all. Nope, it didn't. Nope, it did not bother them because a lot of women, like I said, a lot of women, um, is you know, but then again, sometimes you got to look at how old they are too. Because if they're old, they ain't got nobody grabbing them by the pussy anyway. So they'd oh, be so that's the only somebody. excitement they get if somebody say it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, because that's an exciting thing. If you ain't have if you if 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 your little box down there got cobwebs on it, just to be <laughs> yeah. somebody gonna grab it, you gonna get excited. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. hey, and they even asked. They even asked this white guy, and he just he was like, "Yeah, and I grabbed my wife by the pussy too." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, "Okay, Ooh, yeah." I, you know? I mean, hey, you know that yeah. that's um, <laughs> look, that makes a lot of people happy. It, apparently, you know? it does. <laughs> well, I you guess know? if we all his got fan, you know I his guess. fan base, like when he mm-hmm. talks crass, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> And um, and and I don't know. I just the, the white guy. He was shaking his head, you know, um, when he was. And actually, he was making fun of them because <laughs> this is. But this is what I'm saying. This is this is part of his whole game. And the sad thing about it is that these people, some of these people, don't know they're getting played. They get played. You know. Well, of course they don't know. Well, of course um, they don't know because they don't see it that way. Right. They don't don't. see it like that because all they really doing is identifying him as someone who is like them. Because nine times out of ten, um, his diction is, you know, their diction is off. Their speech is off. You know, he he speaks. It's not like he speaks the most eloquent. No, you know, he it. makes a word. He makes up words like "bigly." I mean, right. he may be in a Webster dictionary now, but like maybe they added it for the new edition. But he come bigly, and you know, his vocabulary is not as um, no. eloquent or as sophisticated as you would think for someone who is of his stature. Right. You know. Um, so he's going to appeal to those that are similar to him because there's a lot of people who speak the same way. Right. And that's what the attraction is. Right. It, it has nothing to do with anything else. It, it's not his experience. 
And right. it doesn't matter what what um, anyone says about him. All they're going to look at is, oh, he's a wealthy guy. He seems like a, you know, they think that if he came in their area, he'll sit down and have a beer with them. No, but he talks the same crap as someone who would have a beer at a bar. You know, he, he has derogatory things to say about minorities, uh, women, politics, you know. But in the meantime, what the people don't realize is he's in the back stealing everything from you. Yeah. So. Yeah, pretty much. So. Yeah, so. so. So let's wrap it up, kiddo. Yeah. That's what I was just about to say. And um, we're going to wrap this up. And on this final thought, we're going to also talk about be careful what people say, how they say it, and listen. Right. And if you're not sure about certain things, always ask a question. And if their response to you leaves you doubting or questioning yourself, yes, then you should start questioning if they should be in your life. I agree. Because uh, no one should ever make you question who you are working to be. Right. Okay. And that also means work and make yourself stronger. So you're, yes. you are... You know who you are. That's right. Okay. And stand on that. Stand on who you are and what right. you are. Because and that's important. Are. It is. Right. It's very important. Because no one should rip you apart. So we're going to leave. No one should rip you apart verbally, mentally, and emotionally. And if their words do, then that's not for you. And I don't want to hear and don't take the answer. This is a big one. Oh, he didn't mean it or she didn't mean it at the time. Mm-hmm. No, they meant no. it. <laughs> they meant it. They meant it. Yeah, they because did. Because next, yeah, because next time it's gonna be worse. Right. Okay. You have to. You have to set your standards, and you have to stick to your guns. So we're gonna leave on that note. Want to so, say thank you. So, and, Professor, let everybody mm-hmm. know how they can reach you. You can reach me at my website www.pearlsofblack.com, or you can reach me at talk to the professor gmail.com so pearls of black at gmail.com and you can also reach me on instagram at pob professor also on facebook as the professor of pearls or on, on my company's page which is pearls of black and i'm also on tumblr as pearls of black blog to 2015 so those are the many ways you can reach me and I hope to hear from you soon. Well, that's 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 definitely great and you know the professor also sells sex toys. So Woo-hoo! you know <laughs> to spice up I'm your gonna, life. Gonna, yeah, you know? I'm gonna have to get a button that says grab him by the pussy. <laughs> okay, I, well, I don't know. <laughs> grab him by the pussy. You, yeah. You know, you you may get some people to buy stuff from you at their, those stupid conventions, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but you know, again, you know, definitely check out Love, Sex, and Relationships here on the Ebola Soul, a mix stew of soul music radio network, and you're listening to Professor and Professor T Love, and you can check out my classic soul and an independent R&B show called A Bowl of Soul, a mixed stew of soul music right here on Live 365 
And you can check me out on the Progressive Radio Network, www.prn.fm, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific. You get independent R&B and classic soul 24 hours of the day, 7 days of the week when you go on Live 365. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. Just look for at a bowl of soul. And then definitely follow me on Facebook as well. You can also catch me on the Surrey Hills Soul Train in the United Kingdom. And definitely we want to get love, sex, and relationships on that network as well. So our we're coming fellow, soon there. Yeah, we're coming to you, baby. <laughs> so you can hear, you know, us going back and forth talking about relationships, baby. So mm-hmm. and also if you want to catch up with Professor T Love, you can email me at a bowl of soul at gmail.com and I would love for you to support a bowl of soul, a mixture of soul music radio network, by definitely going to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Abola Soul. Show your support for independent media. So, Professor? Yes? This is where we say goodnight. Goodnight. And stay tuned and be for the safe. next... And be, be safe during and be, these yes, crazy times. Yes, please wear your mask. You know... And wash your hands. Wash your hands, please. Your, <laughs> and your... Um, your anti-bacterial um, stuff, please, your hands, please, please. Yes, please, please. use that because we're still in COVID, you know, yes. and we won't be out of it anytime soon, but you can reduce the transmission of COVID by following what we just told you. But next, make sure to stay tuned for the next segment of Love, Sex, and Relationships. And Relationships. Good night. Have a good and great night.